bop, 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 bop. We need something that shows when we're live, so I know when we're live. We're live. Are we live? Yep, we are. All right, we are live. This is Skeleton Realm Live. This is episode two. Um, It's May 4th, baby, and at midnight, it's May 5th. Cinco de Mayo. But today is May 4th, and you know what they say? They say, may the 4th be with you, Star Wars style. <laughs> mm-hmm. What'd you think about Star Wars, Sam? Uh, I still need to see it. Oh, you haven't seen it? No. Have you seen Baby Yoda? Uh, uh, is that a uh, Star Wars character? I don't think so. Anyway, hey, let's get right into it. So last week, just right off the bat, we want to apologize and say, listen... It was our first live stream. Uh, nerves were high. Nerves were high. Tensions were high. Um, I was on a lot of substances. I was on the three P's, as they say. I was on pills, powder, and potions. So I wasn't myself. And um, you know, we were. There was some nervous energy, but overall, I honestly think it was fine. But at the end, our software did crash, and we had about ten minutes left in the stream uh, with some housekeeping to go over that we didn't get to. And so that's what we're going to do now. And that really that last bit that we were going to go over was our website. So uh, here it is pulled up, skeletonrealm.org. You can visit that right now in any browser. You could use it. You could visit that on a Windows operating system. You could visit that on a Mac operating system. You could visit that on a Linux operating system. Uh, and you could visit that on the Brave browser. You could visit that on Google Chrome. You could visit that on Safari. You could visit that on Firefox. You could visit that on Internet Explorer. So the list goes on and on and on. But anyway, if you go to skeletonrealm.org, you'll see uh, we've got our site live, and as you can see right there, it says streaming live at 8 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday, and today is Wednesday, and it is 8.04, so we've been streaming for a few minutes already, and you would know that if you were watching, so I don't need to explain that to you, but there it is. The site is live, and uh, I think my favorite part of the site is probably the shop, so why don't you oh. navigate to the shop, and as you can see atop my head right now, I'm wearing a piece of Skeleton Realm merch. That's a Skeleton Realm hat. And says, get a close-up of that hat on me. Look at that. Skeleton Realm. Who wouldn't want that hat? And look, you can get it for 20 bucks. And shipping's going to only be about... Actually, we might have a flat rate of zero. I can't remember, but you're not going to spend more than 30 bucks for this hat. Yeah, I uh, think shipping is free. Yeah, I think I set it to free. I mean, that's really nice of me to do, uh, you know, as, a, as an e-commerce uh, dealer. But anyway, we got the hat, we got the hoodie... We've got some cool stuff on the store, so get your credit cards ready, get your PayPal, get your PayPal login information ready, buy it up, ship it out, wait for the USPS or the FedEx person to come to that doorstep and run out to the stoop and rip it open and put it on. So that's that's fun for you and me. And, uh, okay, so the other part of the site that's really fun, that's really uh, popping as we speak, is the Skeleton Realm magazine. Why don't you navigate to that? So Skeleton Realm magazine is now live, the first edition, May 2022. Look at that. It's full of some of the awesome humor that you've come to expect from the Skeleton Realm brand, that you've come to expect from Doug Bleichner. You've come to expect from Sam Waxhead. Look at that, LK Bleichner. That's my sister. She wrote that. That's fun. But anyway, so this is a monthly magazine. Uh, that we're putting out um, every month's going to kind of have a different feature article. This was the Me More TV 
issue because we did just launch Triple Play Classic, but also the, the feature article in this one was a trip that David and I took to New York City. David and I are sort of amateur photographers. We like to take street photography. And uh, I wrote an article about it. It was a really fun trip. I drove up there. I met David at the airport, and we had a blast. Um, but really, mainly the, the, the magazine is going to feature all sorts of stuff. So poems, we could do short stories, we could do photos, lots of graphic design. And I just want to say, hey, this is for the Skeleton Realm family. This isn't just a magazine to showcase my, my stuff, to showcase Sam's stuff. To showcase my sister stuff. No, this is a magazine for the whole Skeleton Realm family. And if you're a part, if you're watching this, you're a part of the Skeleton Realm family. Congrats! And uh, you can submit to be in this magazine at uh, by sending whatever it is that you would like to be featured to skeletonrealm at gmail.com. That's our email address. You can send whatever you want. You know, pictures, text, a poem, and hey, maybe think of a new. Uh, format of art that's never been thought of before and send that to me and maybe we could have some fun exploring new formats as long as it can be you know somehow feasibly included in a digital magazine i'm game i mean if it's good if you send me junk we're not putting it in there but i kind of doubt somebody who's a you know a member of the skeleton realm family could produce junk because you're all so talented and i've seen our fans they're talented <laughs> so anyway um the next one's coming out june 1st and uh, that's going to be a whole lot of fun. We're really excited about some of the uh, 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 new talent here in Atlanta. You know, this is actually especially open for Atlanta artists. Uh, we are kind of an Atlanta-based group, and we really are enjoying showcasing all the local folks who are great with uh, graphic design, maybe some painters. Hey, if you've got a painting, take a picture of your painting with your DSLR, and maybe we'll uh, include that in the... What's... Uh, What's, uh, what are you doing? Uh, I just, I brought this from home. I just had a few crafts I had to finish up. Uh, just. Well, it's. I need to do it it's, tonight. It's, uh, well, it's a little loud, don't you think? Yeah. Um, I don't think it's doing any damage to the desk or anything. I can turn it. It is low. It's set to low. I don't know. You can't, we can't wait till we're done to do that or. I have to do this tonight. I figured right now, because you were talking, so I was like, if you're talking, I can do Okay, this. well, if you, I mean, I can wait. You can <clears throat> do what um, you need to do, I guess. I don't know. It looks kind of... I think we have time. You just... If you want to keep talking or... Uh, I mean, now that you drew attention to it. I, I, it's, it seems like you kind of want to get something done, so uh, take it away. Go ahead and, you know, play with your toys or whatever. I don't, I don't really understand why the, we need to do this now, but... I... I was just, I was off camera and you were talking, so, but I mean, I, I can do a review. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, this is my Ryobi nail gun. Uh, it shoots like quarter or two inch nails. Uh, and so you can kind of see it, do it thing, you know? Uh, kind of getting close to my hand. And, uh, yeah, this is my Ryobi impact driver. And, uh, basically went to Home Depot and I was going to buy the Makita, but these were a hundred dollars cheaper. And a man rolled up to me on one of those big stair, uh, rolling stair things, ladders. And he said, quote, people be sleeping on Ryobi 
and he told me that it's it's really great. So I got the impact driver. Now I got the nail gun, and I just put up a bunch of lattice on my deck the other day. That's why I got this, and it worked great. And now I just had this project. I'm building a birdhouse, and I just needed a few minutes to wrap things up. So, you know, I wasn't trying to draw too much attention to this, but, you know, if, if, do you are you satisfied with that? Yeah, so that's really cool, man. Um, I'm really glad that you're enjoying your new products, and, uh, you know, I'm sorry, I was a little, I was just a little taken aback. It is just a little odd that you would want to bring on, like, your... You know, it it isn't a tool show, but the show could could feature product reviews, and I mean, we could we could do some product reviews. I think it's cool. Ryobi seems like a nice brand, and uh, I'm glad that you're happy with it, and I'm glad you got your project done with it. So. It's the Home Depot brand, mm. so um, mm. you're gonna you can only find it at Home Depot. This there's another one that shoots smaller nails. Mm. That's good to know. And um, so yeah, if you're if you need a nail gun. Um, I guess head down to Home Depot and get Ryobi. People are sleeping on Ryobi, apparently, and that's uh, that's exciting for everyone, I guess. Cool. Well, thank you, Sam. That's really nice. And I'm again, I'm sorry. I was kind of uh, just a little, it's just a little confusing. <laughs> kind of put me on the, put me on the spot. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, hey, you know, it'd just be nice if you tell me, like, if we're gonna do a product review next time, just like put it on the Google Doc. I mean, we, we're you know, we're trying to follow a, a thing here, and I just I, it's really like just throwing it at me was kind of the issue. But no, was, you were talking about the zine, and I just thought that you had okay. time to. If you had time to go on about the zine for that long, then I could maybe get a few work on my project a little bit. Awesome. Love it. Love it. Well, anyway, so... so if you want to keep talking about the zine now. <laughs> yeah, no, I can move on now. I think the zine... We, I pretty much said what I needed to say, so that's fine. So anyway, yeah, so moving on. Okay. Um, a lot of people who know me probably know that I've sort of have shifted around uh, careers, uh, aspirations. Um, you know, at one point I was a musician doing that professionally. Uh, I was a bar back for a while working at a bar. Uh, now I'm sort of a writer um, doing some freelance writing and stuff like that. But um, I've decided, I think, once and for all to really uh, land on a profession that really suits my personality, my lifestyle, my goals, the things I want in life, and that's to be a man of leisure. And so the man of leisure in history is something that really has captivated me in the past few months. I've done, been doing some research on some of my favorite philosophers. Kierkegaard comes to mind, some other big big wigs, big brains. And a lot of these men, they were men of leisure. And what that, what that is, is being a man about town with a fancy hat, smoking a cigar, maybe drinking a fine scotch whiskey, wearing a nice fancy uh, uh, suit, meeting with other men of leisure in uh, various chambers, halls that have cacophonous sort of acoustics, like a cathedral perhaps, or maybe a large meeting place that's adorned in marble, uh, lots of columns, uh, Corinthian-style columns. Um, and, you know, the man of leisure really fell out of favor, but it was, the, the minute you, if you traveled back to, let's say, you know, mid-19th century London and you just kind of walked around, you'd see lots of men of leisure just kind of hanging out, smoking their cigars and just enjoying themselves. And I thought, Let, we need to bring that back. We need to have more men of leisure. So as a career, as a job, I've decided I'm going to be a man of leisure about town. And, uh, you know, one of the interesting things that men of leisure love to do is just kind of saunter around, walk around town. And the French actually have a term for, for, for that. It's called flaneur, and it's uh, F-L-A-N-E-U-R. Uh, and it's an interesting, it's a word, it's, it, it's very French, you know, to have a word for this, just a single word. But it's like a person who wanders around a city and just, and, and just uh, 
is an observer of modern industrialized society. And I think I would like to be a flaneur, a flaneur man of leisure. So I kind of just wanted to make that announcement to everyone that that's going to be my new career. And um, it's an exciting new step for me. And, and I don't really know what it means for the Skeleton Realm brand. I don't know what it means for our content. Uh, I would guess it means probably a lot less uh, content uh, because I will be just walking around town in a leisure suit, smoking a cigar and wearing a top hat, uh, maybe around, say, downtown Atlanta, around five points, um, just walking around. And so, I don't know, Sam... It, I'm kind of I'm kind of throwing this at everyone almost as kind of like should I do this? So Sam, what do you think? I mean, what do you think about this as a sort of a career choice for me? How long are you going to or like how much time are you going to devote to this? Well, this would be 100% of my time. I'd be waking up in the morning, I'd be putting on my leisure suit, I'd be lighting up a stogie and I'd be walking around town. Uh all day every day. Well, that's kind of the the job description, yeah. Uh, what are we gonna? Are you doing it on Wednesdays too? Uh, you know, we could we could work something out. Maybe on Wednesdays I could still do the stream. But you know, it was up in the air. I just something I, I don't know. It's just just something I thought. I'm thinking about. You I just like paid. to share what I'm thinking about. You know, you get paid for it or anything like that. No, you don't get paid. No, no. It's there's no payment. <clears throat> no, it's a man of leisure. You know about men of leisure. I just I you know. Yeah, I get. I didn't before, but it sounds. Now I get it. It's like the, the French guys. Um, I don't know. Maybe we can talk about it later. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Hey, no big deal. Yeah. Um, you want to see this video I took the other day? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I uh, almost don't know what to say about that, to be honest. It's kind of interesting that the audio on that was so crisp and clear when you're behind a glass door. It's kind of interesting. Uh, I XLR. Hmm. I don't like that. Do you want to play a game? Yeah, play. Huh? Huh? You want to see it again? <laughs> no. No. You sure? No, I don't want to fucking see that again. Don't ever show me that again. Okay, we'll watch it again. I thought the audio works on this. I know. You ever seen a squirrel do that? Suck on a brick? I've never seen that, really, no. Seems to like it. No lights, so. Uh. <laughs> 
works. Yeah, like, I mean, that was pretty cool, I guess. Pretty unusual. Pretty unusual for a squirrel to do. Okay, I mean, I'd like to move on, to be honest. Okay. Um, you ever play GeoNoer? GeoNoer. I love GeoNoer. GeoNoer is a great game. That would be a great thing to do on the on our stream. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, how about this? I'll challenge you to guess the locations randomly placed around the world. These could be anywhere on Earth. Okay. I'm game. Throw anything at me. I'm actually really good at GeoNoer. It's a okay. great game. If it, if it, let, uh, maybe I'll explain what GeoNoer is to the people at home who don't know. Yeah. So GeoNoer is a game where it's like it shows you a, a, a place on Google Maps somewhere in the world. And you have to guess where you are, and it's and it it's it, it might seem kind of easy for those for those globe globe heads out there who might know uh, how to locate themselves really easily. But you know, to the layman, to somebody who doesn't know anything, it's difficult. I mean, to be dropped in the middle of somewhere on uh, Google Maps, you might not know where you are. So that's the game. It drops you somewhere, and so let's play a little bit. I'm pretty good at it, so let's 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 test my chops. Cool. Uh, this is just the graphics, so I'll pull up the first real okay. one here. Um, here we go. So, random location. Okay, first location. <clears throat> Let's see. Hmm. All right, it's definitely sunny out. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Don't tell me. Okay. Um, so I see some of that masonry almost looks Asian to me. Um, up in the top there. It's Whoa. almost like the Great Wall of China. All right, Cold first out. guess. Do you want hints? Yeah, give me a hint. It's uh, not in mainland China. Ooh, okay, good, because I was going to guess the Great Wall of China. Wanted to give you a break on your first okay, guess. Okay, all right. So I'm going to guess, I'm going to go ahead, and it's it's got to be Asia because of that masonry work. So I'm going to say probably uh, downtown Tokyo. Ah, okay. All right, so, okay, I'm seeing people down in the corner there. So those people look... I see someone's wearing a black outfit, someone's wearing a white outfit. That's tough because they those are traditionally outfits that are worn all over the world. Both black and white outfits are worn everywhere, so that doesn't really narrow it down. Um Okay, there's okay. There's six sort of like window things built in there, so six there's seven continents, and the sixth continent is so we've got North America, South America, uh Asia. Alright, I'm gonna say Antarctica. Ah! All right. Well, I'm going to do one more guess. You got, I get three guesses, right? Sure. Okay. We do three. All right. So this is let's. It's a hard do, one, but. Th okay. Hard uh, to start. Maybe. Start. Now it's really sunny. That's going to be probably the giveaway. It's really so not a cloud in the sky. So mm. I'm going to say, uh, Bermuda. Ah. All right. Well, what? Where was it? Um, that was the Statue of Liberty. Ah, Statue of Liberty. Okay. I've never heard of it. It's in New York. Okay, never heard of that. Where is that? That is in the United States. Okay. All right, well, let's see if I can get the next one. Okay, let's try this one out. Ah, that's Dorfin's Undersea Villa. Yeah, easy. That's not, not hard at all. 
duh. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm impressed. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was easy. That I mean, give me one that's actually kind of hard. Honestly, well, I just thought that the way the camera's positioned in this one, that you might. Um... No, I know. See, see with the the sclorb on the bottom, the sclorb. Yeah. And then the way it drips down, and that's obviously. I mean, that's the villa. It, I was gonna see when my brain went. That's that's definitely Dorfins Undersea. But I went, is that Dorfins Undersea Castle? And I said, no, that's Dorfins Undersea Villa because see the dwarb on the bottom. Easy. Yeah. That's not hard at all. Nice. Let me actually, hey, give me an actual challenge. Okay, let's try this next let's one. Let's try an actual challenge. Okay, so we're, we're sunny again. <laughs> um, all right. It's weather. Pay attention to the weather. Right. So that one could be Bermuda, but I'm not going to guess Bermuda yet. Um, we're on the side of a hill, and there is, hmm, so we're kind of thinking mountainous. It's mountainous, so I'm going to say, and at one of the most mountainous places in the world, Mount Everest, so the Himalayans, so I'm going to say, not the Himalayans, I'm going to say, hmm, I'm going to say Tibet. Ah! And was I close? Um, not very close. No, mm. I think several, uh, at least several hundred uh, miles. Several hundred, okay. So that's not that Long far. Miles. Just a couple, couple hundred miles from Tibet. So, you I know. think so. If I, yeah, it looks, it looks like. That. All right. Well, let's see. Let me, let me think. Let me think. Let me. Think. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Do you have a hint for me? Um, I actually, I, I don't recognize this even yeah. on the map. I don't even recognize oh, wow. where this. Oh wow. Okay. It looks like it's next to, uh, like blue or something. Okay. Let's see. So, <laughs> I'm looking at the plant life, and I'm thinking, it almost looks, um, almost looks like hair. You know what I mean? <laughs> it looks like hair. So I'm thinking hair, 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 hair. Somebody who's famous for hair. Uh, hmm. <clears throat> ah, who th think of that. Follow, follow that. Uh, chase that hair, idea. Hair, hair, bear, share, tear. Um. All right, I'm going to say... Inner Mongolia. Ah! God. All right, I'm down to my, I'm down to the wire. Can I call a Can I call a fan? No, I can't do that. I um no. No. Okay. Uh, so there's a okay. So there's some machinery on the ridge there. It looks like a satellite of some sort. And I know that. Hmm. There's a lot of satellites in. I know South America is famous for their satellites. Um, and it looks almost desert-like, so South American satellites. Hmm. I'm going to go with the Atacama Desert in Peru. Ah! Okay, well, where was <clears> it? <throat> Hollywood, California. Hmm. Um. Uh, Why are they giving me such hard one? I've never heard of that. It, this was actually destroyed, Cali uh... This was destroyed about 13 years ago. Okay. So you well, that's why I don't know. Yeah, it's before our time. That's not fair. It's more for the history heads, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I don't. Well, sometimes see the game is like this. Sometimes it pulls it up, and it's just like it's it's no one would get it. You know, it's like who would actually be able to guess that? And the answer is no one. There's so. a lot of luck sometimes in this game. Yeah. So. Okay. Well. All right. Well, let uh, let's try another one. Okay. One more. Let's try this one. Ah, Gorgon's Domain. Easy. That's easy. Come on. 
All right. Nice. So see, sometimes it's really easy. You can get you can get it really quick because it's just obvious. Like it'll just it'll be in the picture. Like there's you know one of Gorgon's big dragons. So it's duh, you know. And the peaks are nice and pointy. The Gorgon's peaks are extremely pointy. Um, imagine hiking up one of those. <laughs> well, that was nice. fun. That yeah. was fun. I like playing that game. I actually haven't played it in a while, but I used to be one of the top high score top scorers on the website. Geo Knower. Go to geonower.com. Yeah. Uh, you got half of them correct, so that's pretty good. So I got a 50%, <clears throat> so that's a passing grade. Yeah, half mm -hmm. is correct. That's um, an A. So anyway, moving along. So one of the things I've really been getting into lately is extreme sports and extreme athletics. And uh, a lot of people don't know this about me, but my whole life I've been super into extreme sports. I'm like a hardcore um, extreme sporter. And, uh, you know, one of my favorite things to do recently has been a new sport that's kind of come on the scene. It's called ladder jumping. And uh, ladder jump. Yeah, baby. Okay. We could also do the I believe bit we again. are live. Are we live? I believe so. Okay, we're live. Hey, listen. Oops. I got it under. I, we figured it out, though. We deduced, like the great detective, we've deduced the cause of the crash. You know, one thing that I hate being is a liar and i feel like a liar because last stream we explicitly i made an apology video and i explicitly told everyone this will not happen again it will not crash again and guess what happens it happens again and so i'm a liar i need to be punished and i, I hope that you can punish me sam maybe you could punish me yeah uh i did forget to turn your lamp on so no, you that's, are, uh, you are we're fucking it up a bit uh un, unflatteringly lit on your Some, something so to keep in mind punishment. Something to keep in mind to the viewers here. I need a uh, keep it to-do list. Oh, yeah, good idea. But we'll figure out that crash. We got it deduced um, two times. Troubleshooting. I love troubleshooting. Don't be hard on us, please. I was going to say something to keep in mind for the viewers. This might look really slick. This might look amazing. But really what our, what our expertise is and what our background is is lighting and set design. That's all we really know what to how to do. That's uh, traditionally we've been set designers. We're we're interior designers and we do lighting and we'd make and we make spinning graphics and that's it. And we know how to plug in a mic, but there's a lot of software. So if you're a software expert and you want to work for free, come work for Skeleton Realm and you know get a career in Skeleton Realm, being on the ground floor of a massive you know Forbes fi Forbes Forbes 500 company. It would be nice to figure CTO. out how to stop the graphic from spinning right here. That would be nice because we are trying to stop that. It it's ugly because then when it goes, read it. you can't read it when it's upside down. It's ugly. So let's see, where were we when we crashed? Uh, you were discussing um, a uh, one of the. Oh, I skipped over though. Yeah, so start start right. on that one. I was trying to highlight it. In the week okay, yeah, we okay, that's why the Google Docs. You were side eyeing telepathically me. highlighting that. Okay, so next order of business here. Something I've been really excited about. Um, if you've been online, you know about this trend. It's called the No Socks Challenge. And this is a new challenge that's been making the rounds on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you name it, YouTube. Uh, it's hashtag No Socks Challenge. And what it is is you don't wear socks for 40 days and 40 nights. And it's in order to raise awareness for a really uh, epic cause. It's, uh, it's curing male pattern baldness. And there's been an attempt to cure male pattern baldness for probably, I mean, I would say 
pre- prehistoric, like a, for at least 10,000 years or more. Men who have gone bald have looked in the mirror and said, wow, I wish I could just reverse this. I wish I could, I wish I could arrest this progressive baldness that's happening to me. And we've still yet to find a cure. And, but there's still hope out there. And there's scientists working uh, all around the world in laboratories all around the world trying to cure this uh, terrible, terrible, terrible affliction that uh, befalls millions of men yearly. And so this is just one small thing you can do to raise awareness for male pattern baldness is to don't wear socks for 40 days and 40 nights. And uh, make sure if you do do that, one of the fun things that I've been doing is I've been taking a picture every day and I've been uh, posting it on my social media accounts and I've been hashtagging no socks challenge. And uh, just to, just about five minutes before we started the stream, I took a photo and this is kind of a behind the scenes. This is what it looks like under the table right now. These are my feet and I'm not wearing socks and I promise you and I know I can't really prove it uh, But uh, I, I guess I'm proving it right now with this photo and uh, as you can see not wearing socks And that's kind of a behind-the-scenes exclusive for Skeleton Realm live That's what it looks like on the floor of Skeleton Realm studios. It's a con it's a polished concrete floor Which is pretty cool and um, I took my shoes off you can wear shoes. You just can't wear socks That's the challenge at least and uh, I'm on day 38, so I got two more days and two more nights. And the nights is important to you. If you're cold and you're feeling like you want to put socks on, snuggled up in bed, not so fast. You're not going to actually complete the challenge if you do that. So 40 days and 40 nights to raise awareness for male pattern baldness. And uh, Sam, I noticed you didn't do it this year. Why not? I, you know, I missed the first day and... Um... Mm. And I just thought it was a little late to jump in. I didn't want to be a poser, you know. But I've been watching it. I mean, I've heard of this definitely. I don't know if anyone hasn't heard of this, but uh, I saw, I've been following Anthony Hopkins has been doing this a lot. Mm, yeah, really cool I to noticed see. that too. I and noticed that too. He's be... a big proponent of that, of, of it every year. He does it every year. And next year, we're definitely getting you on board. We're definitely yeah, getting you I, signed up. I, you know, it's, I want to see him do it. How... You, one person can have such a big impact when we all team together and uh -huh. kind of do the same thing. It's really about raising awareness at the end of the day, and it's it's a fun way to do it. It's a fun way to get everybody involved. Anybody can do it. You don't have to be male or female or anything. You don't have to be a child, an adult. You can do it. Anybody can do this. It's it's for everyone. Even Hey, even your animals can do it. I think your animals are already doing it. Unless you're some sort of freak who puts socks on his dog. <laughs> I've seen Which that. I know you do. So yeah. I don't, not, no offense to Used you. To. Uh, you said you took this photo just earlier. I, I mean, I just, I recognize that my Yeah, about still five minutes the before ground. the stream. Um, do you see, I see a bit of a, those aren't like stretch marks or something. It almost looks like the imprint. Do you see that just above your ankles there? There's a bit of no. uh, several narrow channels moving upward. Uh, that lead to a those a band, some kind of those are my bands. Yeah, it looks like the elastic band. Yeah, those are my bands. Those are not socks. Are my bands? What's well, the marks from a sock? No, no, no. Here's those are my band. I would put. You know, I wear bands. The those weight bands when you walk to put weight. It's my my calf muscles workout. You know. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to work on my calves. Those are my bands. Those are marks from my bands. So they go down all the way to your. They're ankles. thick bands. They go all the way down to my feet. That's, you never seen band. You never well, seen. Well, it just seems like the, a partial. That's like half a sock, and you're wearing two halves of sock. Yeah, it's like half a sock, sock, but it's not a fucking sock. It's but half you, a sock. You said no socks. It's yeah. not a sock. It's a band. Do, what are you, are you stupid? But I'm saying if you're wearing two half socks, that's one sock, and therefore you're what? violating the no. Are socks you talking challenge. about no? Two halves make a whole. 
It's not a, it's a, dude, it's a band. I put my bands on and they weigh down my legs and it's so I can get a calf pump. I run around the block and I get a calf pump and they're bands. Had you claimed I haven't broken the challenge. Had you claimed these marks for 38 days old, I would have potentially believed that or accepted that. I don't wear my bands every day. I wear my bands on the stream day because I want to get my calf pump for the stream. Duh. You don't. I. You're always trying to, you're all, he's. I know you're funny. You're joking. He's trying to. He's trying to be funny. I'm just looking at this photo. It's Don't try to rain on my very parade. Very high resolution. I got two days on left. This big monitor. I I wouldn't. You know, honestly, if I was you, I wouldn't worry about it. Okay. So anyway, next year we're getting Sam on the No Socks Challenge for sure. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to <laughs> it's it. It's gonna be a lot of fun. What? It's every uh, May. Uh, it's, it's random. Oh, it's 40 days. It's random. They randomize it every year. Oh, On January funny. 1st, they ran, it's a, it's a, like a lottery and they spin a big wheel and they pull out which day it's going to start on a little, uh, ping pong ball. Kind of reminds me of the doomsday clock when they, when they put that towards midnight. Yeah. They have a clock for the no socks challenge. And when it gets to midnight, the, the thing starts, the no socks challenge starts and it's 40 Ooh, days and 40 countdown. nights. And it's 40 days and 40 nights. Biblical. Style. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. A little party yeah. pop-up. Noise maker. You're kind of quiet in my ear. Really? Can you turn me up? Me? Yeah. Okay. I mean, turn you up and me. I can turn us all Turn you up and me. Just turn our whole mind. That's good. Up. Okay. That's better. That's nice. So, the, ne- the next thing is I wanted to talk about for today is that. I think I started this when the before we crashed because I kind of skipped over. Mm. But so anyway, we've self-corrected. We self-corrected. So anyway, one thing that a lot of people who know me know about me is that I am an extreme athlete. I've traditionally been a hardcore skateboarder doing hardcore triple kick flips and varial varial heel flips. I've been doing backside uh, fakey. Uh, I've been doing backside board slides into. Uh, fakie nolly 180s and i've been doing impossibles into board slide into backside 180s and i've been doing i do lots and i'm kind of like a hip skater now i do lots of slappies on like uh parking lot things and i have like and i wear dickies work pants and i'm and i wear um chuck taylor's and i'm kind of like a cool hipster skater but i also am like a snowboarder i do hardcore snowboarding i do hardcore skiing I do hardcore stuff. I do parachuting out of airplanes. I was a paratrooper for a while in the U.S. military. Um, I do backflips off my roof. I uh, I do water skiing. I do wakeboarding. I do surfing. I do it all. But one thing I've really been getting into lately is a new sport, and it's called ladder jumping. And this is the craze. If you if you're if you're adjacent to or in the hardcore uh, sport community, you will know what ladder jumping is. But for those of you who aren't, ladder jumping is where you climb up a ladder and you just jump off of it. And so it's a kind of a test of your will. And um, it's, it's when you start doing it, you kind of start off on the first rung, you get a little hop off, you know, you start to get comfortable with that. You go to the second rung, you get a little hop off on that. You go to the third rung, you get a little hop off, basically all the way to the top. You start getting comfortable and you just jump off the ladder. And it's something that I've gotten into over the past like four or five months. We have video of me doing this? Yeah, let me pull it up. Uh, here we go. I asked Sam to take some video of me doing this uh, earlier because I wanted to kind of just show what it's all about. I mean, if you're a ladder jumper, you kind of already know what ladder jumping is about. But if you're not, just to give you an idea of what it is. Because it's kind of hard to explain, actually. But it's really fun. And um, I've been looking for people. Like, if you're in Atlanta and you like to ladder jump, 
email me at skeletonrealm at gmail.com and uh, we can as you can see I'm not wearing socks in this um, that's my skin it's very white but uh, anyway yeah so you climb it to the top and so I'm okay don't laugh I'm a little bit of a beginner alright I uh, I don't have a big ladder I'm, I'm working on getting a bigger ladder and this one's only like uh, four rungs technically but I'm getting started and I'm kind of getting better and you know, if you're in town and you want to go out with me and kind of train with me and we can help each other out, we can kind of like encourage each other to go higher and higher and higher. And it's kind of like a team building thing, you know, so it's a really fun sport. I just want to, you know, get every, get other people involved. Like Sam, Sam has told me multiple times he's not interested in doing this at all. And that's his choice. And that's fine because he has a lot of fear and anxiety issues with heights and that's fine. But if you're into it, come hit me up. Actually... I don't have a fear of heights. I had a, I have a 14-foot ladder that I was using my Roby nail gun on <coughs> recently. Yeah, but you weren't. See, you weren't jumping off. See, with ladder jumping, you go to the top and you look down, and it, it's it, you can't explain it really to someone who hasn't done it. But when you get to the top and you look down, it's terrifying, and it's like right this moment right here. Yeah, that's the moment really that builds character, and that really is the the meat of the sport. The adrenaline it, that you get right at that moment at the top. Look at that. Watch my face gets your heart pumping boom because you know actually this might not look like much but this took me a while just to get to this level that's it's not easy what you start with like a block oh i just started jumping in the air a few inches yeah and then i would do like i would go out to my stoop which is just one step oh yeah yeah and then actually <laughs> getting out of the car is actually good practice because you just get out of the car you know so you said it uh yeah that's cool. I mean, so do you, so. What do you? Are you gonna be a good friend and encourage me instead of freaking make fun of me like you always freaking do? <laughs> uh, I guess so. That ladder is. Is that a Walton ladder? The gray one? It's, it's oh gray, yeah, right. Yeah, that's uh no, it, it is your ladder. You're right. That's the ladder I borrowed. Yeah. Yeah. That was no, a I'll long give it back. I'll get it back to you. Don't worry. That's it's fine. Yeah, you told me you lost it. Oh yeah. Well, actually, this I shot this a long time ago. This was actually before I lost it, though. So you're wearing the exact same outfit right now, as oh. you are right now. Well, um, I mean, I wear this. I used to wear this more. I used to wear this more last year, and now I wear it more now. So whatever. Sure. I'll get, it back to, I'll get it back to you. I'll find it. Don't worry. I, I didn't think. I don't think I lost it. I think it's in my basement. I'll get it to you. Don't worry. Where are you? Where is that? I uh, don't worry about it. It's a parking lot. So I guess, uh, let's see. What's next on the docket? Okay, so <clears throat> recently in the Skeleton Realm family, we've kind of, me and Sam have been sort of trying to motivate each other, trying to get each other on board with our our shared ambitions. We're really interested in ambition and drive and getting what we want and doing what we want and being, a, you know, just like driven and, and like intentional about what we want. What do you want? So what that involves for us has been making lists of the types of awesome things we want. And it's because it's important in life, something that I've realized lately, it's important in life to like set a very tangible goal of what you want. And it's not always about <laughs> material stuff. It's like <laughs> just what you want in general. 
and material stuff comes along with that. But what you really want to do is just like sit down, visualize the things you want, and get really excited about them. So I thought it would be really cool if on stream, uh, we Sam and I both tasked ourselves with finding the, like the thing that we really want right now and just kind of talking about it. Like going in your head and like, what do you really want? Do you want uh, like a better relationship with your family? Do you want, you know, um, do you want to be like spiritually stronger? Do you like, what is it that you really, really deeply, deeply want on a deep level? And so for me, it's the Ferrari Daytona SP3. The engineering on the Ferrari Daytona SP3 draws on the ergonomic expertise Maranello has developed in Formula One. The fact that the seats are integrated into the chassis means the driving position is lower and more reclined. In fact, the position is very similar to that of a single-seater. This helped reduce weight and keep the car's height to 1,142 millimeters. The adjustable pedal box means each driver can find the most comfortable position. The mid-rear architecture and composite chassis also optimized weight distribution between the axles, concentrating the masses around the center of gravity. These choices combined with the work done on the engine give the Ferrari Daytona SP3 record-breaking weight-to-power ratio and is 100 km an hour and 0 to 200 km an hour acceleration figures and that price point is two million two hundred fifty thousand dollars and i picked this as the thing i wanted the most because i think it's a reasonably priced sports car it's it's you know if you look at the performance if you look at these the design on this 2.25 yeah and so i'm like okay i think next year i'm gonna be able to do this one and so that's why i picked that so sam what did you pick as the thing you wanted the most in your life that's awesome uh yeah i got something myself but 1,142 millimeters, that's really low. Isn't that, uh, that would be like up here, right? It's low. No, it's low. That'd be like. You see, with these, they're low. They're supercars. You don't want to go over a speed bump. You might scratch it. It's, see how low it is? Look at that. Whoa. So it's 1,000 millimeters tall. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh -huh. That's awesome. That's correct. Uh, that must be really fast. That's cool. It's yeah. quick. It's a quick one. Um, yeah, I picked something out. Actually, that's fun that you picked out a car that you will be able to use to come to my ambition. So I've been thinking a lot about life lately, having a lot of really hard times, and I've had to look inward. And so I decided to buy a house and move to Beverly Hills uh, at whenever I can get this which is probably going to be a really goal. soon this isn't this is a goal right well it's my ambition it's what i want yeah got it okay yeah but i'm going to do it so uh yeah this is 2571 wallingford drive beverly hills california so this is one of the most private and secure estates in beverly hills 90210 with stunning mountain views the newly rebuilt and expanded wallingford estate is spread over a 5 acre exclusive promontory and one-of-a-kind, <clears throat> pardon me, a one-of-a-kind indoor sports complex with basketball, pickleball, gym, boxing wow. ring, sports, lounge, and bar all celebrate an active lifestyle and the love of sports. Located just eight minutes from the BH Hotel and 20 minutes from Van Noy's private airport, uh, both entrances can only be accessed through private gated streets. Pretty cool. Mm. Infuses today's technology with magically, uh, magnificently refined rooms, and it totals 
at approximately 46,000 square feet under roof and approximately 38,000 square feet under AC and boosting 12 bedrooms, uh, bo- probably boasting 12 bedrooms, 24 bathrooms. Whoa, that's good for me. Yeah. You're going <laughs> to be able to drive your car straight here. Straight and, to the bathroom. Yeah. There's uh, no bathroom in the car, so that works out for me. That's true. That's trouble. But 5,000 square foot guest penthouse, another thing. Ooh, that's good for me, too. You know, I'm going to be over all the time watching the game. I think there's uh, some bathrooms in there. And, uh, yeah, caretaker house. That's also good for you. It's good for me, yeah. Uh, And a two-bedroom guard house. That's also good for you. Wow, okay. Yeah, that's all. It's kind of all me. And guess what? This house should be for me. You're going to like this. Try not to freak out. Yeah. 10-car garage. Oh! Okay, I might be needing to buy ten of my ten of these Daytonas. Maybe, <laughs> maybe get a little variety by different types of cars. No, I wouldn't do that. Hmm? Maybe different colors. Yeah, that's it's some kind of. Distinct, you can't beat the Daytona. <laughs> just some kind of like difference between them would probably be good. Or you might regret it. Mm-hmm. Uh, parking for eighty, eighty parking spots. It's no way. Yeah, that's got to be a typo. Crazy. No, eighty parking spaces. That's, I mean, for eighty-five million, that's a pretty good deal. For eighty, I mean, that's a million. It's about a million per space. That's a really good deal. Yeah, that's I've a seen, really good deal. It's usually a lot more than that. I know this yeah. is a steal. Sign me. I might get this before you. This is a steal. Well, you can't like steal my ambition because, like, there's this is one. This is only one house, and they make a bunch of your cars. So it's not like I'm. I could buy one of your cars. And we could each have one, but you can't buy this house because this is my ambition. Okay. And it's uh, really important to me. Okay. Uh, anyways, the biggest zero edge pool in Beverly Hill perfectly frames the extensive grounds and views. Additional property on private street uh, also available separately. So it's $85 million and uh, it's my dream house. And wow. It's more than a dream. It's an ambition, which means that it's, it's going to happen and it's going to happen really soon, and it's mine. That's easy. You do 10% down, so you only got to put $8.5 million down. 10% down, you get a 30-year. That's easy. Yeah, Think about that. I hadn't done the math yet. That's yeah, 30-year. Really so 10% down, we're talking $8.5 million. We get a nice, uh, you know, they're going to raise the rates, but you might be able to get locked in a nice rate on a 30-year fixed, and we could do, you know, what is that left? That's seven. Can we do the math really quick? Yeah. Uh, nah, don't worry about it. it. Yeah, whatever. You'd be about seventy something up uh, that you're gonna take from you know Bank of just go to Bank of America. They probably sign you up, and uh, yeah. So that's yeah. pretty cool. You're gonna have to have me over. Sure. No, I, all the things I said were good for mm-hmm. you, so you can use them, the cool. bathrooms and stuff like that. Cool. Well, um, so I guess maybe uh, I guess I mentioned it last time, but just as a replug. My book is still for sale. I po- I posted about it uh, last week. I talked about it on stream. But then uh, yesterday, I was in my basement just kind of digging around at my old stuff, and I found my old Furby. And I went, oh, my gosh, I have a freaking Furby. I also found a holographic Charizard down there. Yeah, I, I did see that. And I Actually, think it, I'll pull the photo up. <laughs> it's not the shadowless... It's not shadowless, you know, $100,000 one, but it's, uh, it's... I mean, I think any holographic Charizard from, you know, the late 90s early 2000s is probably worth at least a couple I, hundred bucks no when i looked it up i was seeing like i'm talking 650 dollars i believe wow is your i need to Charizard. get one of those like um card uh plastic holders for it because it's just right now it's just sitting in my it's in a sleeve right it's a in a traditional sleeve. it's in perfect condition it's uh 
But anyway, I was in my basement. I was digging through stuff, and I found my Furby, and I thought it would be cute. I have all these copies of my book. Uh, I have like 10 copies of these, and I thought it would be kind of a cute thing to post my Furby, post my Furby on top of my books. And I posted on my Instagram story, and I got like probably 12 different people going, Hey, did you write a book? Hey, Doug, did you write a book? And I went, um, yeah. I've been talking about it for a while. I mean, I, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I don't like to gas myself up a whole lot, you know, but so I kind of forget how much I talk about it. Yeah, see, that's that's actually exactly mine. It's probably a 99, too. I mean, that's around when I would have got it. Yeah, it's no, like a seven year old kid. All that information down at the bottom, the very bottom, uh, that matches mm -hmm. your card. I compared to You them. know what's actually really funny about it? And this one's selling for six fifty. What's that you're saying? Um, this card actually is my sister's technically, and Ooh, I hope she doesn't. Uh -oh. I hope she doesn't watch this because Fuck. that was her card. And I remember as kids, she got the hollow char, and I never, I never got a hollow char. And I remember being like, Laura, please, please treat me the. I had some other. I had like uh, there was another one that was po like a holographic something else, and I was like, it's better. The holographic <laughs> Pikachu is better. I serious, seriously, come on, please. I really wanted that hollow char, but guess where the hollow char ended up, you know, 20 years later? It ended up in my basement. Sorry, Lara, it's mine now. <laughs> so it is her card. So that is theft. So you could report me to the Atlanta Police Department probably for theft. Yeah. Uh, and then when you sell it, it's fraud. Yeah, right. Hmm. Something to think about. Maybe I'll just sell it for her and uh, invest the money in her name. And start a grant for her or uh actually really i mean i just want to keep it forever it'd be cool to just frame it and uh i mean they're not oh. going down in value so you know you could give the charizard to the municipal uh the the, the city of mm. atlanta and it's like ben franklin and you would be known kind of mm. as like like the doug franklin and then it would increase because you know how ben franklin put some of his like i don't know if they were Pokemon cards or whatever they were, but he put Could've something been. in the Philadelphia Bank. Mm. Speaking of geo, that's cool. I and could, then, and then now today it's worth over like at least. And it was like a penny back then. Yeah. You know what I could do is donate it to the courthouse, and they could put it on the courthouse wall, and it would deter criminals from doing crime because they would get so freaked out by this angry Charizard. They'd go, "Holy crap! That's that you could lie to the criminals and say that's going to be he's going to eat you if you do a crime." Yeah. I, you might, it might be cruel I like and unusual that, punishment. This is Tony Soprano. Yeah, he's looking at his Look guts. at his hand. It's fat. It's a nice, thick, meaty it's hand huge. with his nice watch. And he's got he's, he's in Florida. He's got a nice pool with a hot tub combo. Yeah. He's an Italian oh, yeah. man. He looks like Tony Soprano. Yeah, that is definitely near the beach, maybe even PC Beach. His hand looks small, too, like he's a fat, small man. Yeah, he's got a big watch. It's a beautiful watch. Look at that hair. It's dark and it's thick. Yeah. He's, uh, you look he's, at me, I have a nice young man's wrist, a young man's hand. Same here. But one day our hands are going to be looking like that. So that's that's kind of cool. I actually like it. It's a meaty, thick, meaty hand. It kind of denotes power and dominance. And if you see a man with a hand like that, you might be afraid. Because you should be. Because he could probably just squeeze you in any part of your body and kill you. He could squeeze your arm and kill you. Yeah. And it's he's intimidating. About I don't know what, I mean, between the card and the watch and the cool pool, this guy seems to be showing off. I did find I this at a auction site, but really, I think this guy should post this on his Facebook because I think hmm. it's pretty impressive. That I wonder if we could find out who he is. 
Uh, definitely. Absolutely. Well, I guess the last order of business would be just a thing. I've just mentioned what we're doing right now with Skeletal Realm. So we finished the Memor TV uh, hashtag MeCon, and you know the the response has been incredible. Everyone's been raving, loving the new Triple Play Classic system. Everyone's loving our video, loving us, calling us geniuses, and all this sort of thing on the comments, and we're just loving it, getting some great responses. And so we thank all the fans for coming out to MeCon to watch it. And anybody who was here last week knows how exciting that was and how thrilled we were to be completed, completed uh, finishing the MeCon video. Um, so now, and also the zine, we've been spending a lot of time on that last month, but now there's kind of a lull. Um, we're kind of moving on to some new projects here. We're kind of just getting excited about this live stream and getting this going, but uh, something exciting that I'd like to uh, announce uh, on the stream right now is we're going to be releasing Gorgon's Minion Part 2. If, if you're a fan of Skeleton Realm, you've definitely seen Gorgon's Minion, the acclaimed indie film that won numerous... Uh, uh, festival uh, awards and accolades and it is my f debut film as a director and producer and so I was really thrilled to be honored uh, I was thrilled to be honored by the festivals that received the film and so part two will be coming out soon part two follows the number two high scorer of Gorgon's Minion the Memor TV uh, game app uh, Do My Task Medieval, the top two scorer in that game uh, his name's Larky and he's a man from uh, he's a man from Long Island, and uh, we got to follow him around and um, kind of get his thoughts on the game. And it's really exciting. I don't want to give too much away, but it looks really nice. It's shot really beautifully, of course, because I did direct it, and I did shoot it, and it's one of my you know it's one of it's a Doug Blake it's got the Doug Blakener quality you've come to expect. So that's exciting. That's what I'm working on. And Sam, what's in the pipeline for you? Uh, yeah, with the finishing of the Me More TV. Triple Play Classic Clubhouse Expo. Uh, there's now an open gap in my queue. And while you're going to run up and shoot um, the follow-up to Gorgon's Minion uh, in location, and I might be, I might join you. Uh, I would love to. Of course, yeah. And uh, do that. But either way, I'm thinking of another, uh, you know, graphic-oriented one that you and I discussed that might be similar to a stage play, but almost entirely fabricated with digital imagery from a locked perspective. That's what would give you a theatrical uh, impression and uh, mixed media again. I love it. And I think we're just going to have a good time. We got to write it. So I'm going to be asking you for to of go course. in. And... Yeah, that's exciting. Almost like a, we talked about this almost like a, like when you see a tilt shift effect on an image, like a, take a digital image and then tilt shift effect it so everything looks tiny. If we did that on like a mass scale uh, and made an entire like stage play with tiny 3D characters on a tilt shift perspective and then shot it kind of in like a big sound studio or green screen and had yeah. the camera really far to get mm -hmm. them small. And it's, it's called, or, well, it's sometimes called isometric huh. viewpoint, but the, the perspective is org. O-R-G, something like that, Argonrathic or something like that. I, don't know. I love it. Never I said it. I just stared at it in software. You love when you stare at a word in software for years, and then you've never uttered it once, and you go, whoa. Yeah. I don't know how to say or that. Org. You know what had just occurred to me? Giving away our little secrets on live stream, huh? I know. And it kind of Someone's going to steal that idea. No, because it's going to take fucking 100 hours to make it. That's true. No one else is going to do that. That's true. Well. Except for us. 
I guess, you know, that's been about an hour if you count. You know, if you do the math on these two streams, I'm sorry again, the live stream has been split in two, and I did make a promise that that wouldn't happen again, and it did, so I did live, but we're- I'm taking the promise this time. Okay. I'm taking your promise, Torch, and I'm making that promise myself. Okay, that's so, big. promise that an apology, sorry, happens. Uh, however, we're getting a new browser source. We're going to find a new way to look at the browser and the internet, and um, and then that will solve the crash. Okay. It's a browser issue. Something with how this does. It's not the most interesting thing in the world, probably, but we're going to fix it. Well, anyway. Never talk about it again. Yeah, hopefully. So that ha this has been Skelterum Live Episode 2, and we will be coming at you live again uh, a one week from today at 8 p.m. So set your clocks and calendars and uh, get ready to have a lot of fun at 8 p.m. on Wednesday. What's the date? Today or next week? Next week. It'd be 7 plus 4, which equals 11. 7, 11. 11. So on the 11th of May, guess what? We're coming at you live again. And we won't mess it up. So play us out, Sam. Yeah. All right. Thanks for watching. Mics are off.